I usually base the blog upon what's happening in my medical life or those of my family members and friends. I thought I wouldn't have anything to write about today. But then I got my latest lab results. Uck. Eat for MDRD non-AF armor 59 milliliters per minute slash 1.7347. There's been some variation in my EGFR for the last few months and it hasn't all been good. What's the EGFR, you ask? Let's start with the GFR and use the glossary and what is it and how did I get it? Early stage chronic kidney disease, page 132, for the definition. Glomerular filtration rate, if there is a lower case E before the term, it means estimated glomerular filtration rate, which determines both the stage of kidney disease and how well the kidneys are functioning. Wonderful, except we need to know what glomerulus means since the suffix or tells us that glomerular is an adjective or word that describes a noun, a person, place, thing, or idea. In this case, the noun is glomerulus. Thank you dictionary.reference.com for the following. Also called malpaian tuft, a tuft of convoluted capillaries in the nephron of a kidney, functioning to remove certain substances from the blood before it flows into the convoluted tubule. Yes, yes, I know more definitions are needed. Back to the glossary and what is it and how did I get it? Early stage chronic kidney disease, page 134 this time. Nephrons, the part of the kidney that actually purifies and filters the blood. A tubule, as you've probably guessed, is a very small tube. This is when having been an English teacher for decades pays off in my kidney work. Maybe we should define capillary too, in case you've forgotten what it is. This time I used merriamwebster.com at Medline, plus a minute thin walled vessel of the body, especially any of the smallest blood vessels connecting arterial with venules and forming networks throughout the body. In other words, they're the smallest blood vessels in the body. All right, we've got our vocabulary in place, now why is the EGFR so important? As stated in the definition above, it is used for staging your chronic kidney disease. Different stages require different treatment or no treatment at all. There are five stages with the mid-level stage divided into two parts. The higher the stage, the worse your kidney function. Think of the stages as a test with 100 being the highest score. These are the stages and their treatments. Stage 1, normal or high, above 90, usually requires watching, not treatment, although many people decide to make lifestyle changes now. Following a renal diet, exercising, lowering blood pressure, ceasing to smoke, etc. Stage 2, mild, 60 to 89, same as for stage 1. Stage 3A, moderate, 45 to 59, this is when you are usually referred to a nephrologist, kidney specialist. You'll need a renal, kidney, dietitian, too, since you need to be rigorous in avoiding more than certain amounts of protein, potassium, phosphorus, and sodium in your diet to slow down the deterioration of your kidneys. Each patient has different needs so there is no one diet. The diet is based on your lab results. Medications such as those for high blood pressure may be prescribed to help preserve your kidney function. Stage 3b, moderate, 30-44, to 44, same as above, except the patient may experience symptoms. Stage 4, severe 15-29, to 29, here's when dialysis may start. A kidney transplant may be necessary instead of dialysis, artificial cleansing of your blood. Your nephrologist will probably want to see you every three months and request labs before each visit. Stage 5, end stage, below 15, dialysis or transplant is necessary to continue living. Many thanks to davita.com for refreshing my memory about each stage. Back to my original concern about the GFR results in my labs. Why did it fluctuate from 53 in August of last year? to 47 in February of this year, to 52 in May, to 56 in August, and to 47 last week. 
All the values are within stage 3A and I know it's only a total fluctuation of 6 points, but it's my fluctuation so I want to know. And that's what started this whole blog about GFR. I discovered that different labs may use slightly different calculations to estimate your GFR, but I always go to the same lab, the one in my doctor's office. Nope, that's not my answer. According to the American Kidney Fund, this test may not be accurate if you are younger than 18, pregnant, very overweight or very muscular. No, these situations don't apply to me either. Maybe I'm going about this all wrong and should look at the formula for arriving at GFR. The National Kidney Disease Education Program lists the formula which includes your serum creatinine. Aha! Maybe that's the cause of the variation. First a reminder, creatinine is the chemical waste product of muscle use. This is a highly simplified definition. You'll find this on your comprehensive metabolic panel blood results, should you have your results. The normal values are between 0.57 and 1.00 mg DL. Mine were above normal for each test, a sign that I have CKD. As if I didn't already know that. These results were also lower each time my GFR was higher. I researched and research. My final understanding is that not only can CKD elevate your creatinine, but so can dehydration, diabetes or high blood pressure. If your creatinine is elevated, the results of the GFR formula will be lowered. That's enough information to allow me to rest easy until I see my doctor next week. Some of this was pretty technical and I couldn't give you many exact web addresses since my computer is having its own issues today. You may want to try an online GFR calculator just to see how it works. You will need your serum creatinine value, serum means blood, so this is not to be confused with the urine creatinine test, to do so. I like the one at da, vita.com. Until next week. Keep living your life.